0: So that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. It's a diagnosis shaping your identity. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Ridley. This is episode 47 of Rejuvenated Women Impeccable Health for High Performing Women. And, you know, we've been. Well, I've been, so by by default, the show has been focused the last couple of weeks on around this concept of identity and who we are and how that defines us and how we transform by changing who we are. That was the topic of last week. And this week I wanted to dive into, you know, a little bit more around like where our identity comes from and how we let certain things define us. And this is something that's come up in conversation multiple times for me this week, but just to kind of give you some context of what I'm talking about. I wanted to share, I always have my brightest ideas when I'm brushing my teeth at night or like in the shower. I I know I'm not alone in that, but last night I was brushing my teeth and I, this conversation was kind of playing out in my head. And I had this thought of, you know, my husband and I, we really like to we binge watch shows. And especially in the year 2020, there were a lot of shows that we've been watched, binge watched. But um, one of our our favorites was, or always will be um, the show Burn Notice. And so if you're not familiar with it, it's a show about this guy named Michael Weston who used to be a spy. And every single episode starts off with, you know, my name is Michael Weston and I used to be a spy. And the entire premise of the show is tied around, you know, he is so grounded in that identity of being a spy that he is doing everything in his power to get back there. And, you know, so like seven seasons, it's all about him trying to get back To being a spy, because that's just what he knew. That's what defined him. He doesn't know how to live without that, but it ends up hurting his family and, you know, him committing lots of crimes and doing all this. It's a a fun show. I'm not not trying to discourage anybody from watching it. But, you know, it it brings up this interesting concept that I want to talk about today of, you know, what we allow to define us, and how that kind of shapes our choices and our actions, and and what we pursue. And this has come up um, in multiple times and multiple conversations for me this week, both with two of my clients and one of my good friends, around you know this idea of getting a diagnosis. And for so many of us, you know, we we maybe have gone through the experience of we have a diagnosis of something related to our health. Right. And so it could be a relief, you know, some, some women experience it as a, as a relief, like, Oh, there's something that, you know, makes sense and, and puts a label on all these things I've been experiencing. I've definitely been there and, you know, I've, I've talked to women who are there and then there's also this reality of, you know, we, we get the diagnosis and then suddenly it's like, we become someone new. We almost become defined, by this diagnosis. And so that's, that's the thing I want to talk about, because there's a positive way to go about this. And there's a positive thing that can come from it. And there's the like negative side of it, where our life is suddenly controlled by, I have, you know, for example, my, my good friend just found out this week that she, she has PCOS, she officially has the diagnosis, right. And in those moments, it's like, you know, oh, everything makes sense. And oh, crap, now I'm defined by a diagnosis for the rest of my life. And so I really want to encourage, you know, everyone who watches this, listens to this, we we do this as video and on podcast now, you know, you want to look at what are you allowing to define you? And how is that impacting, you know, what you are doing with your life and, and what you allow yourself to be capable of? And why this is important is, you know, there's, there's this fine line between, you know, we, we need, we don't say need, but a lot of us, like there, there's some, what do I want to say finality and not really finality, but you know, there, there's like some peace in having a diagnosis and having someone say like, Hey, this makes sense. Here's why this is happening. Here's what it's labeled. There's also this danger of then you become that label right? And everything in your life is, is geared around that label. So for example, you know, one of my, one of my clients is she's this brilliant, awesome woman. She's probably going to listen to this at some point, <laughs> but um, you know, she has been working with me and with a counselor and And the therapist suggested, she was like, well, why don't we test you for ADHD? And there's this odd thing where I've, I've met several really brilliant women who've gone through the testing for ADHD and, and been found positive, but they've been living with it their whole life. So, you know, she kind of falls into that category. And I asked her at one point in our conversation, I was like, you know, at this point, like, will you do anything differently based on having a diagnosis? Like what, what does a diagnosis do for you? And she thought about it and she's like, you know, honestly, no, I wouldn't do anything differently. I feel like I've been managing very well. It would just kind of give an answer to You know certain aspects of herself that she she just she's accepted, but she she thinks are weird, right, or are different from not weird, but but different from the rest of the world. And you know there's these things she understands about herself, but it would just be helpful for her to have a label. But ultimately, it's not going to change the course of her life. You know she's not looking to go down the road of getting medication or you know suddenly going to have all these things that she has to alter or change to deal with the fact that she now has a diagnosis. So she's one example of someone who you know can use that diagnosis and be able to just be with it and you know take it on but really not have it alter the course of life and that's not to say you know there's certain things like cancer or ms or you know some of these more debilitating that that you know there's a there's a range of what diseases we can have and diagnoses we can have and and how much they do impact our life just depending on the route that we choose to go to to treat those but it doesn't have to define us or alter our plan or our course or our life. And that's really, you know, what I'm about and what integrative and functional medicine is about and, you know, what health coaching is about. It's about helping you take on and be able to still be you in spite of or with, you know, some sort of diagnosis that until now we've, we've thought that, you know, a life of medications or or any of these things are the only possibility. And it doesn't have to be like that. You know, PCOS, I've seen lots of women get their life back, their their cycles back, their, you know, balance back in their body through making some lifestyle changes and through, you know, just changing mindset and and changing their identity and not letting it rule and control them. And so my encouragement to you, you know, if you're somebody who's dealing with, some sort of diagnosis, right? <laughs> Whatever it may be, to not let it define you. And I want to wrap this up with, you know, I had my, and we're going to talk about where this, where this comes from, and, and kind of the more negative side of this. But, you know, I've shared on this show a couple of times. At one point in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with what's known as vulvodynia, and so it literally just means pain around the vulva, which is the opening to the vagina. And I had lots of pain when I peed when I had my cycle, you know, any kind of intimacy was absolutely terrifying for a good six, seven years, even childbirth. Like the thought of that, I I got pregnant, but even childbirth was like, what's going to happen? And so, you know, I, I, looking back on it, when I finally decided to get some help, it was a lot of it had become at a certain point, And for those of you who are dealing with a chronic condition, you know, this can happen to us. It was a lot of it was psychologically driven. I was so fearful of this thing that I allowed it to control me and define me. And so I really had to go through this journey of like healing my, my emotional connection to all of that. Not that what I went through wasn't real or, or wasn't, um, you know, something stressful and, and difficult, but, you know, I had really allowed it to control me for years, especially in the realm of intimacy. And so, you know, today I'm, you know, very happily can can enjoy intimacy in my marriage and intercourse and all of those things without pain and without fear. But sometimes we have to go through and, and do the work of, you know, getting past the fear because so often it's that fear that's, you know, forming our identity and that that fear of either having something or dying from something or not being able to be something, you know, if we go back to the examples, like on the show, Burn Notice, Michael Weston, the the main character, he was so afraid of not being a spy that it was just driving him to figure out how to get back to that because he literally, you know, couldn't, he was too afraid of what his life would look like without that in it. Same with, I I was, um, my other client that I, I had this conversation with this week, you know, she got some really alarming Lab results. And we've been working together for a little while, but not, not long enough to make significant progress just because she's dealing with a lot. And the results she got, you know, showed that her kidneys and her liver aren't functioning very well. And it immediately sent her back, you know, 10 years to when her mom actually died of liver failure or not kidney failure. And, you know, that experience and watching that happen and the fear that she has of, you know, ending up like that and going down that road. And so it's, it's very much like, there, and obviously there's stuff that needs to be processed and and grief that gone through and, you know, some forgiveness for herself and for her husband and some other people in her life around everything that happened there. But, you know, she was completely triggered. And she's been carrying all this stuff around inside. And, and I talk about a lot, you know, our emotions play a huge role in our body and our, our ability to heal and, you know, whether or not we really get to the point of healing fully. And so there's a lot to unpack there, but you really just, you want to be cognizant of what things are you allowing to ultimately define you, to form your identity? You know, are you holding yourself back because of something or are you living your life to your fullest and still choosing to be whoever God made you to be in spite of or in the face of some sort of challenge, some sort of diagnosis, some sort of something. And that's really, you know, that's that's the crux of, of what I want to leave you with. We have a choice in any given moment. You know, we don't have to be controlled by our circumstances, by our diagnosis, by our whatever it is. We can still choose to show up and be whole and live life to our fullest in any of those moments. The last example of this I, I want to share, and there's, there's hundreds of them you know, throughout history, probably thousands. But if you need a really good cry, <laughs> there's a movie that my husband and I watched um, a couple months ago. I think it's called Clouds. It's on the Disney Plus channel. But um, it's about this kid in Minnesota, true story, who had terminal cancer at age 17, and he lived longer than anybody expected him to. But, you know, as he was approaching the end of life and, and kind of experiencing some new things and cancer had metastasized and spread to his lungs from his bones he um ended up getting a record deal and and recording a song that ended up on the radio and so you know it's the story of of him like really living out his life and and getting to do the things he wanted to do like go to prom and you know and perform in front of a big crowd in his hometown of Minneapolis um Minnesota and so it's you know it's stories like that like I want that for everybody. You know, we're not all going to lead a record deal or whatever it is. But, you know, I don't want anyone to be defined by some sort of diagnosis and be limited in their belief of, of what they're capable of or what they can do, because we are all capable of being the awesome, powerful, incredible women that we were made to be in the face of, or in spite of adversity. And I would say it's times like that where our true strength and our, you know, our true identity and ability to shine really comes through. And so you want to just tap into that, whatever that looks like, whether it's through journaling or, you know, just making a list of, especially if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling held back, if you're feeling like, you know, you aren't really you, or you're lacking that passion, that connection to who you really are, take a look at, you know, what have you allowed to control you, define you. And that's not to say symptoms aren't real and feeling crappy is not real. And you know, all of that stuff isn't real. Just how can we approach it being the awesome, incredible, powerful person that we were born to be instead of being at the effect of it. So hopefully this makes sense, serves you in some way. Um, we, I have some interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, so that's going to be exciting to just kind of give us some break from me talking at you (laughs) all the time. But, um, we will see you next week bye everybody thank you for tuning in to rejuvenated women impeccable health for high performing women where we provide you with the tools information and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed overworked and overweight to vibrant energetic and on fire if you enjoyed the show please head over to itunes to subscribe and leave us a review Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.